and welcome to this um, podcast project we're doing for English 555. Is that what it is? 500. <laughs> okay, 555 is the extra credit thesis course. Um, we chose to do our podcast project on our experience as English lit focused uh, majors by kind of digging into each of our experiences. So first, we'll just go around and introduce ourselves. My name is Mac Brown, and I'm in my last semester. I'm an English major and a WGS minor. I'm Sienna Daub. I'm a junior, senior thing, so I'm graduating in the fall. I'm also an English Lit major and a Women's and Gender Studies minor. <laughs> I'm Juliet Jean Gregorio. I'm an English major with a concentration in literature and a history minor, and I'm graduating in the fall, so I have one semester left. So sad. <laughs> I'm Kiko Garcia Griego, like Juliet. I'm also graduating in the fall. I'm an English literature major and a Spanish minor. Very cool. I didn't know we all had, like, you know, such a wide array of minors Mm -hmm. going into it. So we have kind of a guided conversation here. I'm just going to pick a question to start us off. Um, Which English class do you guys think challenged you the most in your time at Suffolk? Mm. I think for me, that's any class that I have taken with Professor Jeffries. Mm -hmm. I took a um, freshman seminar class with him my first semester at Suffolk, and that was an American Gothic class. And I started off as a history major, but then after that class, I switched to an English major because I realized, like, the type of history I was learning in my history classes was so factual and so, like, textbook, and I really um, enjoyed the history that you get from um, literature more which you do get so much of it. But then I took a literary Bloomsbury class with him, and now I'm taking post-colonial literature. And his classes are probably the most challenging ones I've taken, but you just learn so much in them because he's so dedicated to his teaching. And at the end of it, you just grow so much as a writer, a reader, a student. Yeah, so that's my answer to that question. (laughs) Um, I took a literary theory class last semester, mm. and I was, like, absolutely dreading it going into it because I got the textbook, and it was probably, like, the biggest textbook I've ever got in my entire life, <laughs> and the first unit was, deep, like, post-structuralism mm. and, like, Deirdre and all of this <laughs> stuff about linguistics, and I thought wow. I was so, like, over my head and so scared, but then we started getting into, like, environmental theory mm. and gender theory, cool. and it ended up being really really interesting and I think it's been my like favorite class I've taken so far my entire time and I probably like use it the most I think in all of like my lit wow. classes now that's very interesting. cool uh, for me I guess um I don't know I mean I guess probably the most challenging for me uh would maybe be the female gothic literature course that I took uh, when I transferred to Suffolk mm-hmm. um I really enjoyed the content of it I thought the the like intersection of like weird kind of tropes and genre to kind of commentate about society and just it was really it really opened my eyes to a lot of the interesting ways that I think literary genres can be used to either reinforce or subvert like aspects of society and make really interesting commentary and I just enjoyed all the novels we read as they progressively got weirder and weirder as the (laughs) class went on we started with like some really like kind of traditional narratives and by the end they were really out there so I really enjoyed that evolution and just seeing the way that the tropes and the various 
motifs and stuff continue throughout the class and just seeing how that can either add to the conversation or subtract from it in interesting ways. So I, I really enjoyed the, the overall scope, I think, of that class. Yeah, I really enjoyed that class, too. I think there were times where, like, discussion was a little bit challenging because you're dealing with such abstract works. Sometimes you're like, is it making a commentary or is Leonora Carrington just an icon and a legend and really on her own trip? But um, I think, I don't know if this counts, but I would say, like, the writing courses that you have to take, those are a little more challenging for me because, you know, I feel like, all the English classes we strive to sign up for usually have like a compelling theme to them yeah. or something that we're already like kind of wanting to learn or to write about. And so, so open-ended and, you know, about the structure, which mm. as like English majors, we should be super comfortable with. But, but um, one thing I do remember taking out of at least like one of my writing courses that I really enjoyed is they let us kind of pick um, like a moment in history that intrigued us and I talked a lot about like the um, movements of like grunge and riot girl and how mm. like they kind of culturally shaped uh, gender non-conforming ideas uh, in the 90s like late 80s leading into the 90s and just how much appreciation I have for the subcultures gender bending and uh, some of the other like ideas kind of about equality that came out of that movement and I feel like it's kind of erased looking back because grunge is so dominated by uh, male artists but um, I think we have a response and then I want to just jump back and kind of get everybody's okay <laughs> then I'm just gonna move on and uh, ask if you know anybody had any particular experiences like coming to Suffolk and then choosing English because I think maybe giving our background should be yeah. included. Um, I was originally a political science major. Wow. I don't really know how that happened. <laughs> I just know like I did my freshman first semester freshman year in Madrid and I basically only took like poli-sci and like government classes for some reason and then I already thought I was a lit major and I realized that I just wasn't and I was taking a global politics class my second semester and I hated it so much that I dropped it in like the first week and then just realized like this is stupid I really don't want to do this and switched to English lit and then sophomore year I added my minor because I realized that all of the classes I was taking anyways like always ended up to be WGS lit classes mm -hmm. and they were always my favorite and every single paper I wrote was pretty much always about gender and yeah. somehow anyways so might as well get the credit for it yeah totally I explained a little of mine already but I didn't go in as English because I think I wanted to keep that as like a hobby since obviously I'm sure all of us have always loved reading and I don't know it was just like like everyone describes it as an escape and just like something something to take your mind off the world and that's what it had always been for me um and even though I loved like my literature classes in high school I just wanted to keep it as like a special little hobby and not infiltrate it with like essays and homework and grades and everything but I'm so glad I switched to English and like lately I've been thinking so much about what I'm gonna do after college and if this was the right choice for a major because there's just so much anxiety about finding a job and everything but I don't think I would have felt as fulfilled as I do if I hadn't chosen to study English. 
Um, yeah, I, well, so I transferred to Suffolk about halfway through my undergrad credit um, accruement. So I originally started at Middlesex Community College and I, I was set on English, but I was actually originally a creative writing major. I do a lot of creative writing. I love the, the art, the craft and all that stuff. But, and I had a great time like taking creative writing courses and stuff. And I'd really learned a lot just from like workshops and stuff. But when I came to Suffolk, I think I kind of realized that I was at a crossroads. On the one hand, I really like the creativity and stuff. And I'm really passionate about, you know, just all, all things literature. But I came to realize that I also had this huge interest that developed slowly in my time in some of my classes at Middlesex, this interest in um, just theory and just really analyzing and getting really into like the real technical weird like all that crazy like post uh post-structuralist French stuff that Siano was mentioning <laughs> stuff like that stuff really grabbed me and I really loved it and that was part of the reason why I loved um the female gothic course so much because that's such mm -hmm. a huge part of that so I kind of thought like I could go either way and because I'm just kind of a shy person naturally, I kind of was always terrified of presenting my work in a creative course. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hmm, maybe I would want to do that less and I just want to read and write. So I was like, hey, that works out perfectly because I really yeah. loved both options. And mm -hmm. by the end of it, I kind of realized like, oh, I think this, I can still do all the creative stuff in my own time and yeah. whenever else I want to. So I, I think I made the right choice in pursuing like literature concentration rather than the creative concentration. Very cool. My best friend goes in middle sex. Um, I was undecided for as long as I possibly could have been. <laughs> I did not want to be tied down to anything. I wanted to take, like, basically all my requirements and kind of dip my toes and make sure that there wasn't anything that I was skipping over that I might be interested in. I wasn't supposed to be allowed to take this intro to journalism class, and I asked them to get me into it anyways just to make sure that, yeah. Like... So, yeah, I just really spent as much time as possible exploring all my options. I wasn't totally sure. I knew that I was good at English and that if I was going to stay in the honors program, I needed to get a good GPA. So I was like, let me pick the thing that I have the most credits in that I know that I can maintain a decent GPA. And I also just enjoyed it the most. I like kind of in high school, I was like also a fallback default like English student like if I was going to pick the highest level class was going to be in English because I knew that I could do decent um, but I always enjoyed writing growing up uh, for fun and as an outlet and I think that I kind of knew I didn't want to make a career out of it and sadly I think doing this uh, has kind of disassociated me from the more creative aspects um, and I kind of grew out of that but I am glad you know, I definitely enjoyed English and gender studies the most, so it was definitely the right thing to do on that front, and um, it still led me to what I do want to do. Like, I still did find what I'm going to end up doing, and uh, so for that, I'm continuously grateful for those classes and what I learned and would not do it differently looking back. Um, all right, so another question... Is there, like, a paper or a piece of work that you guys produce that you are the most proud of? That's a hard question. Yeah. I feel like we've written so many yeah. papers. I can't even think of all of them. Well, I'll say, just since I'm at the very end of it now, that I am fairly proud of my thesis. I'm happy that it's done. Thank you, thank you. Um, and... 
I like that paper I did about grunge culture because that's something I'd been wanting to write on uh, for a long time. And then my probably my favorite thing that I've done as an English student was for Professor Hudson. And I don't remember how it was a very open ended spectrum of what you could do. I think for it was Jane for Jane Austen. Austen. Yes, yes, yes. Oh it had God. nothing to do with Jane Austen. So thank her for letting me just go off the rails and do something absolutely ridiculous. But I ended up painting a portrait based on a famous portrait of Wordsworth, except wow. it's my dog. Oh my God. In a suit, <laughs> in the pose. His name's Basil, and oh, the so painting sweet. of uh, Sir Basil Wordsworth is in the English department. Oh, and we'll oh, yeah. <laughs> so please go check that out if you ever have time. I'm very proud of it. If you hold up the picture of Wordsworth next to him, they're identical, except he's oh a dog. Didn't you also make the little, like, um, hair flowers? Hair flowers. <laughs> you did. I had a good story, <laughs> quick, quick, good story about that. My um, co-worker at the MFA was, like, taking these classes on Victorian morning hair art and jewelry and she was telling me that if I ever wanted to learn that I could and stayed after work one day with and brought me all this hair and <laughs> taught me how to weave it uh, into a little flower and I think she still wants me to do it so I'm really sorry G that I have not kept up the craft but I, I appreciate the skill and it did come in handy wow. yeah and if anyone wants to know how to do that I can teach you <laughs> I also think what I wrote for Jane Austen. I don't know if I'm most proud of it because it's not like my best work. I feel like I had the best time researching and writing it mm -hmm. and I wrote it on like the romance genre mm -hmm. and how it's kind of like a tool against patriarchy and like is an empowerment for women and like talked about how Fabio like is the entire rep for the romance genre and how much it pissed me off. <laughs> and basically just like a whole like 10 page paper about how much I loved contemporary romance novels. <laughs> um, and that was really fun to write. But maybe last semester I wrote um, like a paper on theory and it was like Judas Butler to talk about um, like the goddess, the female goddess trend on TikTok where mm. it's like, getting in touch with your inner feminine wow. side and inner goddess and how it was actually just like bullshit and like <laughs> everyone thought it was so cool and empowering but it was really just like enforcing mm -hmm. patriarchal gender roles yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I really like that one. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, I am still not sure about the paper but speaking of Jane Austen um, I think that was the least favorite class, my what? least favorite class that I've taken, and I love you, Professor Hudson, you're an amazing professor, but Jane Austen is just not for me, <laughs> and I never read a Jane Austen novel before that class, and I just hated them all. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I will say, I was I pretty bored. I'm yeah. not going to lie. And oh my, so like, sorry. Oh my friends are like, wow, you look like a Jane Austen girl. You do. <laughs> and I'm just not. And one of my friends got me like a Pride and Prejudice gift for my birthday. I was like, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that class like taught me what kind of literature I don't really you like. You live and you learn. And yeah. it was still a lot of fun. It yeah. was. It was. And it was also two and a half hours long, which mm. in the yeah. most uncomfortable seats in the entire yeah. Suffolk building, Can vouch. whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, favorite paper, I mean, yeah, 
Um, we just had to write a long paper for our post-colonial lit class, and I don't know if it was my favorite, but I did feel pretty good after writing it because I had started it kind of at the last minute. Sorry, Professor Jeffries. Um, <laughs> but I ended up really liking what I wrote about, and I ended up being able to get a lot deeper into the novel. Um, I was writing about On Beauty by Zadie Smith. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I haven't got the grade back yet, so my answer might change after that, but <laughs> that's what I'll go with for now. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm a little split on which paper is my favorite. I feel like there's probably like three or four that I was really satisfied with over the last couple of years of schooling, but the two that I think spring to mind most is the one I uh, did for when I was at uh, Middlesex. It was about Toni Morrison's Beloved, and mm -hmm. I was just kind of analyzing see uh, show the character in there and his death and everything and like the liberation he gets in dying and I thought he just has a really interesting character arc and I really enjoyed writing that paper and working with my professor and I feel like it turned out really well and she really loved it and I just I felt really accomplished after doing that and I really enjoyed the experience and I also liked the just kind of getting into that book because it's a really complicated and confusing book and at first, it was intimidating because I was like, I don't know what I can say about this because it's such a famous piece of literature mm -hmm. and it's just so much bigger feeling than I think anything I could say. But I ended up finding something that I think I really enjoyed writing about. Um, but on top of that, I think at Suffolk, I would say um, back to the female Gothic class, I want to say it was my final paper or it may have been the second paper I wrote for that class. I can't remember, but it was about Jean uh, Reese's Wide Sargasso Sea. And that book just did so much for me. It was like the exact type of book that I think I really gravitate towards because mm. it's talking to a famous book, to Jane Eyre, and it's also changing the perspective. And it's, again, doing all the subversive things. And if you then apply theory to it, it just opens up all these possibilities for how you can understand it. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think I really just enjoyed not only because that book came at like halfway through the class schedule. So we'd read a couple texts and that was like in the middle. So I really got to sit with it and really look at it. And it's really, the style of it's really interesting and it's very like sparse and you kind of have to put the things together in your mind. So then when you're actually even talking about the book, you kind of have to fill in the gaps and you, it makes it so you can say some really interesting things. And I don't know, it was just, it was a really rewarding experience for me, I think, because it, hit all the marks for me. It's like inter an intertextual novel. It's a very theory-laden novel. It's a subversive novel. And it just, I had a great time reading that, discussing it, and then having the chance to write about it. And it's definitely a book that I've recommended to a lot of people since reading it. Um, I noticed that two out of the three um, thesis presentations shouted out uh, Wyatt in that class. So I feel like this pod is a Wyatt fan pod, specifically <laughs> in regards to the female gothic class. I, that is definitely a highlight for everybody I know who's who's taken it. Uh, I'm who was so really excited to get to take it. Yeah. Such a good course. They didn't like, I really wanted to take, here's one thing we can all reflect on, like courses we didn't get to yeah. take. Mm. I really wanted to take the horror movie class. And they oh, wow. advertise the F <laughs> out of that class every, like, you know, reading I was at at every um, open house while they were still offering it. I don't know if it's been gone for like a year or something. I just remember, I don't remember who even taught it, like the poster and everybody raving. I think it was the female gothic before the female gothic. Yeah. So I wish that I had gotten to take it. Interesting. I've literally been dying to take the female gothic since like mm -hmm. freshman year and it just never worked out and I'm still so upset about it. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I also really want to take the Bloomsbury class. Oh, that was good. Um, maybe I was done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the people Gothic would have loved to take that. And that's kind of what I'm writing my thesis on now. So okay. maybe I will kind of get a chance. It's good you found a way yeah. to incorporate yeah. it. <laughs> nice. um, I have no idea what I'm going to write my thesis on. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me see. Classes I wanted to take. I wish I took some creative writing classes mm-hmm. because, um, I don't know, like they're always offered every semester, but they're so intimidating. I think it's because um, obviously they're filled with creative writing concentrations. So, and I like don't do that much creative writing, but I think like I would have liked the opportunity to explore that and just to like have fun and see what one of those classes is mm-hmm. like. And I was originally planning on doing one next semester for my last semester, but I don't know why I just ended up not doing that. So yeah, I guess it was a chance missed, which is sad. If you but... take one with Calogeris, it's not uh, intimidating really? at all. He's very sweet. He's such Aww. a nice guy. Aww. He's so nice. <laughs> I've heard so many good things about him. Um, classes I missed, well, I definitely would have been interested in the literary theory class that Sienna took, which I didn't, never even saw on the I, calendar. Yeah. In Glasgow. Oh, okay, there we go. There you go. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but outside of that, the only class that I really feel like I should have been allowed to take, but I wasn't, unfortunately, was the, um, introduction to, uh, uh, Dostoevsky in, like, existential oh, wow. literature, we and I... What's that? We have that? We had it last spring. We had it. It was like a, I think it was an honors course and I think it was an evening, like two hour block on Mondays. It was like, I was really excited for it though. Cause it was like, oh, this sounds like something I would love. Like it's like really probably like wacky and abstract and you really have to like think really hard to like even just understand what the text is saying and let alone to analyze it. But it's not an English course technically. I get it's Russian literature. Um, and that's the one knock I have against, I think, all universities, is that when we teach English courses, we have this kind of prejudice yeah. against translated works. And yeah. for me personally, I have a huge fascination with trans- translation. I translate stuff from Spanish in my free time. I love just seeing the like cultural changes in other people's literature. And I find that to be the thing I probably have the slight like grievance against in all my university experiences that... When you have a course like Dostoevsky, they're going to put it in the philosophy department, mm-hmm. oh, despite wow. the fact that he's a very literary author. I get that he's also very philosophical, but yeah. I don't know. I just felt really cheated on that because I was like, hey, it's an honors course. It's essentially yeah. an English course. But they're like, no, it won't count for English. Mm-hmm. I was like, but it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> We're reading his short stories and novels. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. This feels so cheap. I agree with that. I wish we did like some sort of Russian lit in yeah. any classes. Like, yeah. I'm so sad. Yeah. That is a missed opportunity. Like yeah. I mean, just world literature or yeah. just like, I mean, like, well, I feel like there's just this big gap. In, I'm, I'm not sure if that's a Suffolk thing or if, I, I think, think it's it kind is. of English. Yeah. In, I think, but from what too. I hear um, from a professor who will remain unnamed (laughs) they're about to do a lot of switching up with the curriculum and make like no requirements and make everything very open-ended and very like melded together which a lot of people do not want to happen because it's just going to be way too open-ended but hopefully it'll provide more opportunities for them to make some crazy shifts Mm. like having you know classes like this that we missed out i feel like the english major is already like pretty open-ended like well they're about to make everything it seems like nobody has just the 
the universe. Anywhere, yeah, you can no just way. take what you want. You don't have to take math and stuff like that. Yeah, you're just an engineer. Oh my God, but I, I wish they that sooner. But at the same time, like the students who need writing classes, you know, yeah. are not going to have that experience, and et cetera. Even, like the surveys, like mm-hmm. I'm, even though like American Lit 1 and British Lit 1 were so boring, yeah. like, the 1600s are so boring, it's I'm hard, like glad yeah. I took them. Yeah, so, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's such a good so basis yeah. to like... So we'll see how that goes. It's like you get a little taste of all the authors. Okay, well, that wraps part one of our conversation, talking a little bit about our experiences as uh, lit-focused English majors. Stay tuned for part two. We're going to get into a little more of our Suffolk experience outside of the major. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks.